you're back. You are listening to another episode of Laugh With Me, a Joke Daddy production with your host, Joe. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Joe, and I am so excited that you have decided to tune in right here, right now, for another episode of Laugh With Me. And this week's episode features a very funny guest, a very good friend of mine from the Tacoma area who has now moved out to the East Coast. This is the very funny runner. She makes a habit out of running a couple miles every single day. Can you believe it? Not only does she do that, she's crazy enough to pick up trash on her way. Ladies and gentlemen, clap your hands. Ashley Goodermove. Because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> you cut your hair yourself? How, oh yeah how long have you been cutting your you can't buy these gems oh years now um uh, at least my own hair probably two years yeah i used to have super long hair and um it didn't work for me i can't it did not work I used to get it caught you can't picture it i can't no it was all the way down past my chest and I used to get it caught in um, when I was driving and I would wind the window up, it would get caught in the window. So I'd like be driving, be jerking my head around. Yeah. Is this before you met your husband? Makes sense. <laughs> uh, no, he knew me with long hair. Okay. Yeah. When I, when we met, cause we've been married for almost seven years. When we met, I uh, was about 30 pounds heavier and had much longer hair. Um, so I've changed quite a bit since and he's riding it out he's still sticking with me well he's i mean you know i don't like to take shots at your husband because he's a great guy but he i mean he is senile um maybe that's right yeah gotta put him to bed yeah give him his oatmeal and his milk yeah (laughs) he's sweet i often wonder who's older jim weber or ashley's husband um oh jim is definitely older definitely jim yeah, but I mean, Jim's still in my up my alley, but I think he's taken. <laughs> Watch out, Jordan. <laughs> Watch out, Jordan. <laughs> Lil from Rugrats is coming for your man in a little bit. So, <laughs> oh, man. And we're back. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Laugh With Me. I am your host, Joe. Like we said, this week, we've got a very special guest, the very funny runner, Ashley Gutermuth. Ashley, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Joe. How have you been? I've been well. Uh, cold. Probably not as cold as you. Uh, so... you're, you've moved out of the Pacific Northwest into the East Coast. To the East Coast. Yeah, I'm in New Jersey. And actually, it hasn't been too bad. It's been uh, pretty dry and sunny. Oh, um, yeah. So I had a little bit of snow, um, but not too bad. So that's good. No, right on. So you're still able to keep up with the running. Yeah, I have to run even when there's snow. And it's especially hard when there's snow because I will fall. Um, (laughs) one of my most spectacular falls was when I lived in Washington, DC, we had a terrible snowstorm 
This was about a year into my running streak. And uh, there was a big patch of ice and a whole crowd of people that were just out looking at the snow. I took a curve pretty fast and just skidded on that ice. And then, oh. could, yeah, it was pretty spectacular. I, and I, I owned it in a way of like pretending it didn't happen. And I got up and I was like, I'm fine. And then kept running <laughs> like to bruised from <laughs> top to yeah, it was, it was <laughs> awful. <laughs> would, would that happen to coincide when Tokyo Drift came out? Fast and the Furious I, Tokyo Drift? I was practicing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For <laughs> the, the, that live um, in human drifting competition. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, when I was driving across the country, because I had to drive from Washington to New Jersey, took about nine days. Washington, the Pacific of, Northwest, not DC. What, correct. Yeah. If it took me nine days to get from DC, that's a, that's a slow, slow drive. It's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of people that do drift. Like you see so many crazy mm. drivers, people that do like wheelies on their motorcycles and, and just like they drift behind like semis and, or I don't, maybe they're just driving really closely, but regardless, it was frightening. Yeah, don't they call that? Is it is it called drafting when you get behind yeah, the right. semi and you mm -hmm. you use their wind or what? I, yeah, no, that that always scared the crap out of me. Like no time to yeah. react. But then again, yeah. when you're out there in the middle of nowhere, you just go right. You, well, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's all that the middle of nowhere. I saw a semi cut off another semi. <laughs> to get to a to like an off ramp oh. and the, the other guy was like honking and honking like cut him off from the left lane pass him in the right lane it was uh, uh, just it's amazing we're all still alive yeah. it's, it's terrifying to drive across country was that your first time no that's one of my fourth okay see my wife mm -hmm. just drove uh her and the kids to wisconsin over the Whoa. summer and uh, I was going to go with them. I was, I did, I met them there. I wasn't going to make that drive. Cause yeah. like, you, that, you're, it's just, it's just you're too like, much take risk. This wife, <laughs> wife, take the, take our children <laughs> and you drive them alone. Cause I cannot deal with this drive. There's no way I would have. Yeah. No, I couldn't have That's handled fair. it. No, it was good. It's actually good practice for my 18 year old daughter uh, to drive. Um, that's cool get all those hours in in a manual they had fun i got to miss all the boring parts of the country i flew straight into minnesota and a two-hour drive up to the cabin so beautiful that's the way that nice. i, I want to spend the time with the culture not on the road yeah i think that's fair you do you <laughs> joe i think that's what they say first class <laughs> during covid yeah, because it's like $39 now. We're all, when that goes back up, we're all screwed. Yeah, yeah. But I was used to these 1993 prices. Uh, so you are a runner. You you kind of touched on this. And I wanted, because I put that in your intro, you're the funny runner. Um, and because um, not only do you run, you are a comedian. That's why you're on the episode with us. Um, but you are coming up on a six-year uh, daily run streak. Is that right? That is correct. It's in six days, uh, I believe. Yeah, about six days that I will have ran at least a mile a day every day for six years, uh, which is too much. It's too much. It's too much. Why? <laughs> why how did this start? Um, it started, I lived in Georgia and um my husband was going out of town for two weeks and i thought while he's gone 
I'm going to get so in shape. I'm going to run a mile every day. And by the time he comes back, I'm going to be just phenomenally in shape. And of course, nothing happened. I was just more tired by the time he came back because it's nothing. Um, But that I just didn't stop. And I learned that there's lots of people that do it. They, um, there's a website called runeveryday.com and it shows the rankings <clears throat> of where you are in the world, how long your streak is. There's people that have done it for 40 plus years, people that have done it after C-sections, people like lots of people that do it in hospitals after having babies, operations. We're, we're, a, now, we're a group that likes is, an obsession. Is, is there a minimum <laughs> amount that you it's have to a, get in to make it count? One mile a day. One and mile a so, day. right. And uh, so there's a couple different camps. I have a tendency to take things to an extreme. So there, I, hence the six month, the six year run streak, but there are people that will say, well, you can walk a little bit if you have to, or, uh, you know, if, if a car comes and you stop, that's okay. For me, that's not okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I so will you- not. Th- do you, do you, do you no hop walking. on the hood of the car? Do you, or do you detour? Oh, like I've been hit by a car. Hey, yeah. I'm running here. <laughs> I got hit by a car when I, uh, they weren't looking and I was going through the, um, you know, the crossing and they just didn't look both ways and they went to pull out. And it was funny cause she seemed so like scared. I had to calm her down. I was like, you hit me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm all right. Um, You're going to be all right. That happening though, meant I had to restart my mile because I will not stop and walk. I won't tie my shoe. Uh, the first mile is that's everything. I've had people stop me and ask for directions at 0.98 of a mile. So I had like 10 seconds left to run and I would have been done. And she was like, Oh, can you tell me where this is? Like, Oh, I'm so polite. I'm too polite. But since then, I will run. Um, I've become less polite because that was year one. Uh, since then, I will run in circles around people while I talk to them. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, can you be like, stay right there. I got to run around the block. I'll be right back. I do. I've, I've done this to several people. There was this one guy uh, when I lived in Delaware. He was trying to find a certain address. He was there to do like work. Uh, in the neighborhood. He couldn't find the address. So he got out of his car and I said, I'll show you where it is, but you got to run with me. So he's there with like, his tools and he ran with me the whole time. <laughs> so, so you, so this started because you were going to run for 14 days while your, your husband or your then boyfriend or then well, we were married. Okay. Married then. So he was going to be gone and you were going to occupy that space, which typically would have been you know, in bed with him or something. Is that, Which is, I took that chunk of time and I was like, I'll apply it to the streets. Cool. Uh, <laughs> were, were you already running at that time? Cause like if my wife left, which she does often, um, mm-hmm. she leaves me from time. I'm sorry. Time. It's I, you're on the podcast. You can understand why. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, but I, I couldn't just go, I'm going to go run a mile every day while she's gone. I could, I mean, this is an audio medium here, but I'm right. not a, a slender guy. So were you already active? Uh, well, I've always been intense, intense. And so like, I, I like to lift things. I like to do, do like if I can like uh, chop wood or I- I've, You see oh, that I've, rock? You see that rock over there? Watch this. Oh yeah. I'm going to lift totally. it. Totally. 
honest to goodness, I have hauled how many? I um, nineteen tons. Nineteen tons of gravel I have hauled myself. Half of that I didn't have a wheelbarrow because I didn't want to buy one, Joe. I, I didn't want the hardware company, the, the Home Depots and the Lowe's of this world to take advantage of me. So I used a trash can, but I'll tell you what. $59.99. Wheelbarrows are nice. They're nice <laughs> when you got to haul that much. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize that we were going to go down this road, but I don't, you, you've met my wife. My wife absolutely loves you. She's beautiful, um, lovely. Thank you. Uh, oh, my daughter, actually, when I told her that you were coming in today, she said, I'd like to be her friend. So Aww, she there you go. <laughs> I'll let her know. <laughs> she missed the memo. But so my wife, so you just reminded me of my wife. So I got, um, I got a bunch of mulch delivered to my driveway while she was out of town for a weekend. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to level out the side yard. I didn't have a wheelbarrow. So I'm just going through shovel at a time and I'm walking back and forth like 30 yards. Then I get some buckets and I start filling up the buckets and I'm taking the buckets. I make zero dents in this. I'm like, <laughs> this is, this is ridiculous. It's too much. It was like, it was like 10 yards of, of mulch. And uh, she comes home and she's like, holy crap. Thank you so much for my mulch. So excited. She starts going at it hours every day. Now, I knew that I had a project at work where that we were using a wheelbarrow. We bought it specifically for this job, but we don't need a wheelbarrow at work. So as soon as this job is done, that wheelbarrow is coming home with me. She got rid of half the pile without the freaking wheelbarrow. I couldn't. Nice. Ladies like you scare the crap out of me. I did. I hauled, um, so I have an F-250 and I filled the bed of that truck so many times and it, it could hold a ton, I believe it was a couple years ago, but it could hold a ton, I believe two scoops, two scoops from uh, the loader. Yeah. And I, and I did it so many times that I was able to get the contractor discount from <laughs> my local place. <laughs> they were like, who is doing this? Uh, it, I was, I had some shoulders back then, <laughs> but okay. So yeah, I've always been intense. I've always, I've played baseball. I've played ice hockey. I played uh, football, did all the, all that stuff and really like sports, but I was never good at running. So I didn't specifically set out to start running to lose weight or anything like that. I wanted to be better at running because running was just kicking my butt. Okay. And so I wanted to be better at it. And, um, it just, when you do it every day, even a mile, which is only, even if you're super slow, could be 16 minutes, which is pretty much where I was when I started. Okay. 16 minutes, 16 minute mile down to my fastest mile. Within a year, it was a 655. So right. I could run a mile. That's a 10 minute difference. Yeah, you're taking off 10 minutes there. Look at you. That's, that's pretty good. Um, so, and if I could do it, definitely anybody can. You just keep going. Todd Royce could do it. Todd Royce could crush me in a mile run. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think he could. <laughs> if whatever he wants to do, he could achieve. At the start. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, um, there's a thing called the beer miles. So I, I always, I get really competitive, right? I'm like, okay, how can I uh, be the fastest runner in the world? Well, turns out it's not going to happen. No. Um, because, because I believe like, in you, yet. I try. Keep trying. 
I think it's like three minutes and 40 seconds. And it's, I can't even do like 10 seconds of that pace, but there's a thing called the beer mile uh, where you uh, run a mile, but you, every lap you have to chug a beer. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, okay, well that seems like there can't, that can't be that fast. What are these like 12 minute miles? No, they're still faster than I can run without. <laughs> it's like, how are you people doing this? So, yeah. I, I don't understand people who are able to drink and run. No. no. I really, I, I can't. I don't eat. I don't eat before I run that. Um, I, I, in fact, if like, if something pushes my run to like late, I probably won't eat, eat at all until like three in the afternoon. Really? You're just like, no, I know I'm going to go for a run later. Yes. And I don't like how it makes like jumbles. I don't want to get sides cramps. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you probably don't know this about me, but I have run a couple half marathons. I can believe it. Yeah. I walked most of it. But you, oh, I, I have, I've ran one half marathon and I have ran one marathon. So I was going to ask you that. Are you so, okay. So you're no, you don't do like a lot of runs. You just run daily. I run daily. I run four miles every day. Okay. Uh, and that takes me approximately 40 minutes. Uh, but oh, I've ran two half marathons actually. So here's, here's my deal. Marathons and, and official races are mm -hmm. expensive. They They're are like a hundred dollars. And then you got to wake up super early. Yeah. And go be herded in mm -hmm. with all of these other people Preach, and girl. the whole, the whole thing is just a, a sensory overload, you know? And so I've done uh, my first half marathon. I trained for it. And that was um, the Air Force Navy half marathon, which is in Washington, D.C. And it's super neat. You got they shut down the city and you run past all the uh, the monuments. It's just really cool. So you can get really up close. You run on the streets and uh, it's really neat. So it's like what they're doing right now. In DC. <laughs> just a little you know it's a little bit more like light you know <laughs> there's a guy in a dinosaur outfit it was you know <laughs> now there's just a guy who's actually a dinosaur there was uh there was probably less gatorade than there is now yeah um but so i did that that's and really cool. that was a huge thing for me because that was a really long distance up till then i was pretty much just running one mile every day okay and then um after that i thought i don't want to pay for this again and then one day i just thought i'm just going to go run a half marathon and it was funny because i was listening to an audiobook and my husband was like where like she's been gone for two hours where is she <laughs> <laughs> but I, it was uh the middle of winter in dc driving around looking for you <laughs> like, she pass out um i was wearing a uh mechanic coveralls because i got really cold so i ran the whole half marathon in insulated coveralls which is still i think that's pretty good that's amazing so, <laughs> I, I uh yeah that's so much clothing it's so much clothing yeah i get cold um so there's that and then more most recently i ran a marathon and i did not train for it this is not advisable um i did a little bit of light reading but other than that I, because I've ran, uh, last, uh, last year, maybe a year before that I started running three miles every day. So I built up, I went from one mile to spent a couple of months doing two miles and then like a year doing three miles every day. And now I do four miles every day. So I've slowly built up 
And then I was reaching my 2000th day of running in a row. And I thought, okay, for that, I should run 20 miles because <laughs> why not? Um, Get crazy. For, for a thousand days, I ran 10 miles. So God knows what's going to happen when I hit 5,000 days. Mm. Um, Cause I'm apparently obsessive. So I did, I, here's the thing. When I <laughs> get something in my mind, I know I'm like, I'm not saying it out loud, but I know that I'm going to do it. So even before I was like, I'm probably not going to run all 20 miles. I'm going to run a whole marathon because it takes a long time to get to that point. And if I can make it that far, I can probably make it the rest. Yeah. So six is nothing. Yeah. And during my marathon, I picked up garbage because that's another aspect. I do something called plogging, which don't, is don't okay. jump the shark. We'll get there. All right. Well, the, pro the okay. So no, no, go I ahead. did that <laughs> while, while running the marathon, ran around, picked up garbage, and then got to the, I, oh, I was at mile 18. Now, this is your yeah. own marathon. My own marathon. This I did not, no bib. Didn't pay me. No. no bibs, just running through the my neighborhood, basically, uh, you know, around where I live and um, for I, hours, you know. I wish people set up lawn chairs, like, <laughs> like, like, like one of those actual races, like the rock and roll marathon. You just run through neighborhoods and people are out there like barbecuing, <laughs> they're eating, their guts are hanging out. They're like, you got it. And I'm like, mm, can you really judge that from where you're sitting? <laughs> you got this. Well, at, so at mile 18, my, my husband had run a few, like he would run occasionally with me, but he wasn't doing the whole thing. And then he would go and like get me snacks and things. Oh. And um, at mile 18, I went back to the house and, and I said, hey, I have some bad news that you're not going to like. And he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and I said, I'm going to try to run the marathon, the whole marathon. And he was like, yeah, I figured you would. I said, All right. <laughs> so I just kept going. And I did a little bit over a marathon and it really just doing that every day, that mileage every day, I was able to do it. And it, it yeah. seemed to work out fine. You know, you just got to make sure you don't drink too much water. Cause that's a big deal. Uh, people overhydrate. Um, it gets rid of your electrolytes. Yeah. So you got to pay attention. I learned to that, that my first half marathon and I literally I was like dying on the side of the road and the medics caught up with me and they're like shoving, like they're like funneling salt down my throat. Oh, wow. And then I was like, oh, there go my cramps. Hey, I feel great. My headache's gone. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's a danger because we tell everybody hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. But sometimes you've had too much. Pickle juice. You got to throw pickle, pickle juice, juice in the mix. That's um, I'm into that. That's one thing I learned. Um, it doesn't go so well with tequila or I'd probably drink a lot more. Pickle juice. Well, maybe it's just an acquired taste. It might be. All right. So you touched on. So congratulations on doing the marathon and a little extra. Uh, I think I think that's super cool. So like for me, when I started doing the half marathons, it was a discipline thing. It was a um, it was mostly discipline. I was, mm -hmm. I lived my life completely undisciplined as um, most people could tell as a direct correlation to my weight. You know, I was mm -hmm. pushing, I was pushing 300 pounds at the time. Oh, wow. And so um, I did the half marathon. I survived it. I finished it. Um, 
so I commend anybody who's able to to stick to running and you're doing it. You've done it every day for six years. The, the, the thing is, is for most people, they want they will find any excuse to not do it and they have to talk themselves into doing it every day. Yeah. When did that flip? When did that? I'm, I'm assuming a light, uh, the, the, the switch flipped for you at some point. Well, um, I think probably, probably doing, doing it every day and then just going, knowing that I'm obsessive. So I've, I've always obsessed about things and, um, just doing it every day and yeah. having, turning it into some sort of routine, especially the first year, I didn't really have it in a routine. I would, sometimes I would run late at night. Um, but now it's pretty much the first thing that I do. I'll, I'll write and then I'll go run. Okay. Um, so getting into it that way was pretty neat. And then the first hundred days you see so many gains, like you, you just, it helps to keep pushing, keep you going. And it's not like when you run, people are like, I run a 5k three days a week and it's awful. I hate it so much. Well, that I didn't do that, especially not early on. I ran one mile, which in the beginning seems horrendous. And now seems like nothing. Yeah. Uh, and it's just amazing how your perception of things can change. I was a bad runner. I wheezed, full on wheezed. My husband used to stop me and be like, you need to, because I would push through until I died. Like that's sort of my mentality. I'm a little concerned about <laughs> I, your obsessive mentality. <laughs> a little concerned. Yeah, I'm not right, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is cute. Yeah, she's so- obsessive. Oh my gosh, she's going to kill herself. <laughs> at least run myself to death yeah i've done it in um uh like in heels i've done it in in full-on dresses anytime that i can make something a little bit quirky i'm there and a year ago two years ago you started the trash pickup the trash pickup was one year ago uh in february so it's almost been a, a whole year of picking up trash every day so a streak run streak and then you got a streak within a streak um so so technically i have three streaks within a streak because i've got a run streak and then a four mile a day run streak and that which has been over a year and then also picking up trash it's not obsessive there's a lot of streaking going on a lot of streaking fully clothed fully clothed streaking that is one of (laughs) except for your feet except for your feet because i've seen your instagram Mm-hmm. And yep. you're I, a zero shoe or I think that's the brand or, or you're uh you tell I me wear, about your shoes. Well, so I spent a lot of my streak wearing Luna sandals, which are made in Seattle, which are just sandals that look like sandals. There's nothing terribly special about them. They So your feet are out, you know, and they zero drop. But now, because I'm in New Jersey and occasionally it snows, I've been wearing regular shoes because um, my feet got really cold. That's horrible. Uh, I can see you putting on like little crampons, like on on the on your feet. Yeah, but just it's still keep, cold. Just to keep it going. Yeah, it's still cold. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, it's oh, it's fine. I liked my sandals. You know, the, it's it changes the muscles in your legs when you run with something like that. And then even you go to um, regular running shoes, the muscles change and you can feel it. You're sore mm. going in either direction. I don't think uh, it would be advisable at my weight right now. Um, 
to, no, to run do without whatever shoes. you want. No. <laughs> It's, see, when you say it like that, it sounds crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm pushing 300 again. I got to do some. Actually, uh, we, we're, we're back on it. My discipline game. I'm back on my no sugar, no grain diet. And um, which is great because I get to drink tequila straight up with no mixers. There you go. And it's yes. um, there I used just... to be something called the all the alcohol diet. Have you ever looked into that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I think it was back in the days. Um, Oh, I can't remember when it was, but it was the alcohol diet. It was, that was all you did was you just drank, you know, like hard liquor and then okay. you died, I guess. <laughs> Happy right. and I guess somewhat emaciated. Presumably. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day with Kellogg, uh, if you, if you ever look into Kel the Kellogg's, the people that own Kellogg's, it, yeah. was a, it was a guy and look into all the stuff they did. I don't know. if I did hear about that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I had Colt Milton. I don't know if you know him. He's a uh, oh yeah. Comedian. He's a bodybuilder, mm -hmm. comedian, and uh, he does an all con carnivore. Am I saying that word right? All meat diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, carnivorous. He only eats dinosaurs. That's it. That's it. <laughs> the herb the herbivore variety. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, eat a ton of my. Uh, I have a lot of weird eating habits. Um, I, uh, okay. I, Wasn't I planning on going this way, but that's fine. <laughs> well, you were talking, well, we don't have to, but you were talking about food and you, you're going on a diet, uh, you know, whatever you want to do, do it. I, <laughs> you have my, you have my, <laughs> I'm happy with you. However you are, Joe. Um, that's I, actually endorsement to diet. I'm happy. No, the, the opposite. <laughs> saying you're doing great. Um, I don't eat beef. I don't eat wheat. I don't eat corn. I, I don't eat anything fun, really. Uh, we do a lot of smoking at my house. I have a big green egg. Have you ever heard? I was like, yeah, me too, Ashley. But okay, something different. <laughs> something different. It's a, a big green egg smoker. Yes. Which is, we smoke meats. Those are great. You're yeah. in a whole different cult. Yeah, the, the yeah the anti Traeger. Yeah, I because you Traegers you got to pull inside. I can leave my egg outside, and that egg has moved from Georgia to DC to the other coast and back. It's still in one piece. It has smoked a lot of meat. I will tell you this: people love their green eggs. I mean, they are yeah. they're phenomenal, and they last forever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no, um, I haven't got I one. I baked a pumpkin pie on one. That's cool. <laughs> no, no pizza? Have you done a pizza? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah. That's standard. Yeah. That that's that's green egg 101. <laughs> this is my first big green egg rodeo. Sourdough? Have you made sourdough? Sourdough on the, on the egg? No, because I don't eat bread. Oh I, I'm lame. I don't eat bread. Now why? Are you Even... celiacs? Or do you just um I stopped eating gluten and bread a long time ago That's well good. let's get into this then i used to get um an itchy scalp uh weird like itchy scalp and when i gave up eating wheat it went away so that's that's what i attribute it to i eat a lot of grain and i put on a lot of weight but the side effect isn't enough motivation to make me stop eating cake just um, be happy. I want you to be happy. That's all I want for you. I would definitely be happy if I wasn't 300 again. No. <laughs>
<laughs> definitely happier at like 2 15. Uh, but that's not what this is about. This is about comedy, and we haven't even talked about comedy. We've talked about you running, you running every day for six years. Congratulations, by the way. You got a couple more days, but I'm super excited for you. Um, Thank you. I, I think that that uh, determination and the uh, steadfastness speaks volumes uh, about a character of a person. So um, I think that's great. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And somebody who does something like that is only going to do great things, which brings us to our next topic. Am I allowed to say his name? Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. What the heck was this all about? All of a sudden, I'm like laying in bed and the wife is like, Ashley did something with like Jerry. And I'm like, Jerry who? And she's like, Seinfeld. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> You're on a first name basis with Jerry? You and Ashley? Now? <laughs> like, what is happening here? It's so like, she's like, phone, go look. So what? The- <laughs> I don't watch TV. I don't keep up on current events. So I didn't even know that there was a competition going on. But well, I'll tell you, I didn't I didn't know it was a competition either until the very end of the show. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's a little foreshadowing. Um, Yeah. So I uh, saw online that they were asking for submissions to The Tonight Show to um, do uh, read Jerry Seinfeld's book, pick a joke, and then they were going to show it to him and try to make him laugh. That was the whole premise behind it. And I just thought, okay, I'll give it a shot because I submit to everything. And I saw it from, uh, are you a part of Hot Breath? Have you listened to that podcast or know anything about it? Uh, Sad to say no. No, well, check out Hot Breath because that's where I found out about it. The guy that hosts that, uh, the fabulous Joel Byers. And he posted and said, hey guys, they're asking for this, so go submit. So I had the audio book of... Mr. Seinfeld's book. Is this anything? And um, so I, is it, I, is it anything? <laughs> is this anything? So I, uh, I put it all together. I figured out what I wanted to say. I, and I just, I looked through the book and I thought, what makes sense? It's got to be kind of short because they're only probably going to play three people. And I just tried to be tactical about it, you know? And so I picked one that was called Late Night Host because it's a late night show. It made sense. And it was short, it was only about 30 seconds. So I um, put it all together and then I memorized it. And then as I did it more and more and kept screwing it up more, like I'd be like, ah, and then restart. Um, <laughs> I would add in like extra little things. So at the end I have this little like wink thing I do. Um, and then <laughs> just sent it off and thought, well, that's nothing like yeah. just forgot about it. Nothing ever going to happen. And uh probably about a week later i got an email that said it was from someone from the tonight show and i was like huh, what oh well that's and they were like can you sign this release um in case you've made it through the first round will you sign this release so we can if so we potentially like it's not a guarantee i just figured i was like okay yeah i'll sign it like sure. nothing's gonna happen yeah but still getting a little bit more excited about it and then um it was, I, I couldn't figure out when it was supposed to air. I went on, I was trying to figure out when he was gonna, going to be on and it ended up, it was Thanksgiving. So I, even then I was like, this isn't gonna happen. And I didn't have regular TV. Like I, I have Netflix and Hulu and things, but I don't yeah, have- like a regular human being. Yeah. And so I'm on the East Coast, it was 1130. And I was like, I was like, fine, I'm just going to, 
I bought Hulu Live and I was like, you're being so ridiculous, Ashley. You're insane. You're going to pay all this money and you're not going to be on there. It's just going to be like, this isn't going to happen. And my husband was in bed and he had to get up for work the next day. And I was, I went and got him and I said, I'm sorry. I don't, you know, do you want to come? You don't have to, like, it's not going to be on. And this would mean a lot to me if you sat with me. I'm like, you can. But you don't have to. I, you know, I don't usually do like with like moments that seem big. I don't do well with them. So I like hunker down. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I went and got him and then, Jerry Seinfeld was the first guest and they talked for him and uh, Jimmy Fallon talked for like 10, eight, 10 minutes. And I thought, well, maybe they've, they're just not doing it because like, get out of it. Yeah, but too I was much like, this time. is too, this is neat. <laughs> <laughs> I did, well, just figured how long, cause how much time are they going to have left? Yeah. This next bit is probably going to be pretty long. Yeah. So I, but I was like, oh, that's fine. And then they said, okay, coming back from the break, we're going to do, we have these submissions. We're going to try to make you laugh. And I thought, oh, okay, it's still not going to happen. And then really quickly back from the break, Jimmy Fallon is like, all right, our first uh, person up is from uh, Wrightstown, New Jersey. And then I went, oh, that's, that's where I live. It's probably I not me though. Uh, <laughs> it's probably not me. And, um, but it's gotta so be. <laughs> It's kind of, and then he said my name. Now they they pronounced my name correctly, and, and people sent me loads of messages. They were like, "How did they know your name? <laughs> like, how did they pronounce your name right? Because Gutermuth is hard." And they asked for the phonetic spelling. So, oh okay, they they got that. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I mean, come on, they got people. They, they got people. They they looked they, me. They up. did research on this. <laughs> so, um, I did it, and then you, I was immediately like. Oh, because there's this moment, especially before I had submitted it, I think, okay, what are the, what's the best thing that could happen here? And the worst thing that could happen? Like the worst thing is they don't laugh. Like they, something negative happens. And the, my best case scenario in my brain was like, everything's fine. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, uh, so then when I first heard them laugh, I was like, oh, thank God. Cause otherwise yeah, that could be really bad. And I could hear him clapping and laughing. And then they said such nice, wonderful things. And that was like, it was just like, oh, wow. Yeah. And then I started to get messages from people that were like, did I just see you on TV? Oh <laughs> like, which that is my favorite thing. I love that there were people that were just like sitting on their couch and being like, what? Oh, well, huh? oh, well, huh? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so they play the other people and um i think wow that's amazing that's so neat like they said such nice things that was fantastic uh, did, it's so exciting uh, so did you instantly judge the other people oh i couldn't pay any attention you were just like <laughs> i was just like what has happened jerry laughed at um, me reciting his joke <laughs> uh, and uh, well you know when we got to the the woman that was uh talking to the cows i was like oh cows there's real cows um, so I did start to kind of fade back in then, but, uh, <laughs> so then, and then Jimmy Fallon did his thing and I thought, oh, that, that, you know, that's neat. And then they said, okay, you got to pick a winner. And then my face flashed up on the screen and I was like a winner for what? And couldn't like, my brain was still not, and, then they, <laughs> and, and if you watch it, it's very quick. They're, they're just like, he's just like, Ashley Goodermuth 
she's she did it's, he said it's it wasn't even a funny bit but she made it funny and <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what is happening I, and my husband just goes yeah and i i was like what what <laughs> like i couldn't hear it was so nuts and i was just like okay so i start when when something like that happens uh, well you know once but like other big things have happened i i get very like okay all right we're gonna just gonna we're gonna like march around the house and i'm gonna take control of this and what can i do <laughs> but there's absolutely nothing to do i know there's nothing because it's midnight and uh so i start getting water <laughs> just yeah i have to go run Brush my teeth <laughs> I, uh, so then it was nuts because then uh, almost immediately the tonight show tweeted about me Yeah, and they, they put out a thing. And then that, then people started sending me messages saying, get ready for all the followers. And I was like, what is happening? And then I'm, <laughs> I was just, so they t did it. And then I started getting all these messages from people that were like, what, is, like, what did you, <laughs> what, what's happened? <laughs> and, um, so then the next day Jerry Seinfeld tweeted about it and then it got it was massive because that just went everywhere he doesn't seem to send out tweets very often no. so it just sat there for a long time and what was funny it was people are so mean to Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> for what? no reason they're super mean to him and because my name was tagged in it whenever they would send him abuse it would come back through me so I would see it all <laughs> I'm just so. Why are you people being so mean to them? <laughs> I, I I didn't understand it. So the um the other part of it was uh they put it they clip it and then they put it on YouTube and that's got like five hundred thousand hits. No, oh. it's cr crazy. And you I might get I nine just, listens off of this podcast, by the way. <laughs> just, I, so you I remember where every, you're from? Every one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I instantly thought i was like i have got to stay out of the comment section mm -hmm. of that youtube video <laughs> so i've never i've only had brief glances and then there's been people that have like sent me messages and been like oh they're just saying this and i'm like i don't need to know like there's too many people involved you're gonna get some like crazy stuff coming out there so it was just the whole thing was nuts and i got my um my stuff the other day my signed book yeah and uh i'm gonna have that framed in the shirt and everything your shirt, so yeah cool. that's yeah. really cool i'm i'm so excited for you uh last time i saw you uh was in my backyard oh, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, uh, the the bonfire uh prohibition comedy um thanks for coming and being a part of that that just goes to show that when people work with joke daddy productions right from there it's i mean the sky's the limit um, <laughs> aim for the moon and if you miss you will land among the stars on the tonight show uh but i i just think that that's so cool i'm so excited for you um you, you know and yeah um be careful of those comments because you don't you just keep doing you and being who you are because i think you're i think you're great and uh you're fun and you're um you're just a great person and I think because of that, you deserve everything that comes your way. Um, so keep oh, working because you work hard. You. Oh, I, I appreciate it. I, you know, I try to get as much in as I possibly can because I really like doing all this stuff. You know, all the <laughs> every, good. every comedy bit. 
like, I hate doing comedy, but I hate it. <laughs> Com- for me, um, like ever since I was really little, that's all, it's basically been an obsession of mine. Okay. Like I memorized Monty Python sketches from when I was like two, three years old. Nice. And and went on from there. And in fact, Jerry Seinfeld's, um, you're t- I'm telling you for the last time was the first uh, stand up album that I had memorized. Right. <clears throat> so it's it's kind of neat that that the, then that happened. It's just the whole thing is super cool. You know, another funny thing that happened was people started making fake accounts as Jerry Seinfeld to try to get to me. What? To try to get to me, like okay. like what? But like they would friend request me, but it would be like Jerry dot Seinfeld, or, <laughs> or like Jerry dot Seinfeld at hotmail dot com. <laughs> like, like what are you? Why are you doing this to me? What's the deal <laughs> with Jerry Seinfeld at Yahoo? Yeah. Like Jerry, could you couldn't get the Gmail? What's going on? AOL Messenger pops up. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal uh, with this mail for you? What's the deal? I'll tell you though, it's a real good lesson in just submitting. Submit to everything. Do it. Who cares? People got so there hung up. They're like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna have this happen. Somebody might make fun of me. Who cares? They're supposed to. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you said that, like, um, you know, what, what's the worst that could happen? You know, they sit there and they don't laugh and they don't react. That in and of itself, as horrible as that is, like we want the laughs. But even at that, that's that could be bad, bad publicity in a good way. Like, oh, yeah. look at this, you know, I mean, like, yeah, that sucks. But it's still like, hold on, I can redeem myself just keep listening to some of my content. Like either way you're getting, you're getting yeah, you people st- in your direction. You still say I've been on the tonight show and that's pretty cool. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> funny. It, it's funny. I got a, I'm on IMDB now. Shut up. Uh, it's yeah. You should go. And I didn't create it. It, it just appeared. It, <laughs> that's the weird bit. <laughs> so I have, an IMD, <laughs> I have an IMDB and it says an actress best known for the tonight show that's what it says Girl, get out like Crazy. that is that is such a legit credit it's so nuts wow but it's, it, it's all so neat and it just you know submit even even if you don't like it you feel like it's not as best as it could be it doesn't matter it doesn't matter just do i'll it. take that to heart so we got to get into the brass tacks. we're like over an hour no we're almost brass at an tacks. hour here so let's get to the brass tacks of uh, laugh with me, the comedian, the funny runner, the Tonight Show, Jerry Seinfeld, make him laugh winner, Ashley Gutermuth. Why comedy? Well, you already kind of answered that. You've been doing it your whole life. Yeah, I love comedy. I've, and in fact, I like. We, <laughs> I love Eddie Izzard. Okay. And, um, I used to impersonate Eddie Izzard in Toastmasters. Um, as a teenager, I used to, I was illegally in Toastmasters. I wasn't old enough. Toastmasters, yeah. As a young teen, uh, yeah, my mom was in it, and um, I used to go huh. along. And so they would get me involved, and I would just get up there and and do improv, basically in Eddie's style. And so <clears throat> that got me to a contest, and but I've always been just obsessed like obsessed with comedy listening to it all the time i've never been bored by it it's <clears throat> like the one thing in my life that i just constant like yeah. i cannot consume enough especially british comedy which is uh 
predominantly where I've spent a lot of my time. I just introduced my kids to Mr. Bean. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I know that's kind of like low rung English comedy, but they love it. They're laughing. I'm like, yes, let's let's broaden your perspective on what's funny. Mm -hmm. Let's get out of the U.S. (laughs) Let's get out of the U.S. <laughs> um uh when was the first time you did comedy? How long have you been doing it? Um so I've been writing for probably 8 years, wow. but I didn't uh start um So here's my thing. Because I move a lot because my husband's in the military. And I uh, every time I move I would try to find like places to do it. And uh, a lot of times, well, at least the military bases that I was on, there wasn't anything nearby. Uh, fortunately, now we have Zoom. So that, you know, solves a lot of those problems for people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been writing for a long time. And I didn't actually step on like an open mic stage until about two years ago. Okay. Uh, Where so- at? That was a Bob's Bob Bob's Bob's Shabba Jive mm-hmm. in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. I love Bob's. Bob's was my yeah, Bob's f- great. first place in Tacoma. So I bought this house in March of 2019. No, I'm sorry. April of 2019. And the weekend before we closed, my daughter and I drove around the neighborhood and just kind of like got lost in Tacoma. And we drove by this giant coffee pot and I laughed and I pointed on, I pointed at it and I was like, huh, what, I wonder what goes on there. Three months later, I was doing comedy on the stage there You're at there. an open mic <laughs> and what a place that, what a treat mm-hmm. to perform comedy in a giant coffee pot. Yeah. You know, when I moved, I knew, I knew that I was moving to, obviously I knew that I was moving to near Seattle to Tacoma. Um, but I lived in Delaware before that. And while I lived there in Delaware, I was planning where I was going to go so that I could do comedy Okay. when I, when I arrived. So I had a whole setup plan. I knew Bob's did open mics. And, uh, so I start, I had the whole this is where I'm going to go. And then the next day is here and the next day is here. So I had the whole thing plotted out. It was just super neat, especially to go there, be able to go there every week and have it be so close and everybody so nice, you know? Yes. Yeah, so nice. <laughs> everybody at Bob's is so great. Like, I really like it. Like it's a tough room because, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, because there's some really good talent and there's some really, um, there's some really smart comedians there, there there's different types of comedians and and there's some really smart intellectual deep thinking philosophical comedians that hang out at bobs and do that and then there's me who shows up and does like you know dick and fart jokes um <laughs> but you know jill and isaac they've always been super cool to me and um and, yeah, and, and they, great. they spend time if, if they see you there a couple times and you're trying they'll spend some time with you and they'll they'll help yeah. you out and, and that's like i think the beautiful thing about this little community that i stumbled upon i i didn't know what to expect i didn't know that i was going to make friends and and have these little mm-hmm. buddies in comedy um 
but it really is a community that's that's really neat and yeah i ho hope they're able to come back soon i heard that they're able to do are you able to do shows of so many people or uh you can do a private party of six people mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <Okay>. you, <laughs> so i could do comedy for my family um in my go. house which i mean it's every night you, anyways yeah you do it already <laughs> <laughs> let me set up the mic um so so i don't know how that's going to go like tacoma comedy club they're um they're bringing up these private shows so you oh, okay. for like 150 bucks you rent it out for an hour and they open the menu in the bar and oh, okay. you get i don't know josh and aaron or i don't know who um so yeah. that that's cool like great yeah. great but bar shows i don't know um i just started uh an open mic um in October here in, in South Tacoma. Uh, and with the extra shutdown, you know, that, that shut it all down. So I'm thinking about going to them and asking them, Hey, you know, you need some people to come through. What if you sold tickets and did a private show as well? Yeah. Um, that's a good idea. So, and you could even do, I'm like, Hey, what if we do two, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we do an early show. We do a seven o'clock and a nine o'clock, oh, yeah. um, you know, something like that. And, you get some people so in for dinner and drinks and in the show. So hopefully people can get vaccinated soon and we can get back to some semblance of normalcy. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, so you and I, we've done comedy at Bob's, Lacaw, mm -hmm. Dusty's Hideaway. Shout out to Comedy okay. Empire. You were kind of big with them, right? You were, you were yeah, heading well, that up. I was helping out there. Yeah. And th that was such a neat place, Dusty's Hideaway. Yeah. The, you know, the cool little house. Yes, that was neat. I liked it. I, it's a mm -hmm. good little vibe. I thought it was really neat. Um, and of course, Shaka Bra. What? Um, so you've traveled. Oh, now you're in a whole new market. But have you been able to get out any and do live shows? No. Okay. Um, uh, but hopefully, you know, soon. Uh, I, my goal is to get into New York uh, once I'm able to. I'm about an hour or so from there. So to be able to go up there regularly and I'm about 40 minutes from Philadelphia. So okay. trying to make connections there and I'll be out, you know, all the time. Uh, once I can be, I used to go to Seattle five yeah. nights a week. Hey, you, um, club comedy. You and I, we've, uh, we've shared the stage My at faves. club comedy. Rick Taylor, shout out. He's a great guy. Mm -hmm. He puts on a great show. I can't wait for, I, Damn. I'm lying. I just want Thai food from there <laughs> that was also great Thai food no i love club comedy was my favorite it was always uh, like there's one show we did was it a thanksgiving show or something like that yeah. where it was packed so packed they had to so pull chairs packed. in it was amazing <laughs> yeah oh that was so much fun um i love club Rick comedy they're so nice um where else have you done in seattle what else did you do did you ever do the um the comedy underground yeah I never made it over there. I regret yeah, that. Comedy Underground's pretty neat. Um, that, that that was cool. You know, the it was always stressful because you don't know if you're going to make the list, and then yeah. and you don't want to miss your spot, so you just you spend the whole time just like, oh. um, yeah. but it's super neat stage. You know. Um, yeah. I wish I would. Yeah, I like I love going there. Um, can you tell me your best experience in comedy? Like your best night? Don't say the Tonight Show. 
<laughs> the Tonight Show. Yeah, it's hard to beat, Joe. <laughs> um, one of my, well, you were there for one of my favorite nights. Oh, at my was, house, the Backyard Bonfire Prohibition Comedy. Oh, Thank you so much. That one, that was my favorite. Um, I think it was uh, one of my favorite nights, especially you were there, made okay. an extra special, was the day when I made, made fun of you at an American <laughs> Tavern for drinking a baby Rainier. <laughs> was didn't even know okay. existed that was <laughs> <laughs> that was so good that was fun it, yeah though just i was that I, the night you the, roasted the entire room i did roast the entire room because you guys were being so what, poorly behaved what do you mean you guys <laughs> You were all, everybody was just, you know, nobody was taking anything seriously. So I, and I thought, all right, fine. You know what? Then I'm just going to sit over here and I'm just going to write roast joke. <laughs> but everybody, cause nobody, cause nobody was laughing. Like everybody was just like heckling people and screwed around. I was like, okay, well then I can't, I'm not going to do my, what I plan to do. I'm going to shift focus because what's the point? And I'm just going to make fun of everybody. <laughs> Like, screw you guys it, ended up, it was like nine nine minutes shad was like keep going keep going <laughs> ashley the only female to show up at american tavern <laughs> with a bunch of just degenerate comedians who the show can't start on time because we're all getting too drunk and yeah, yeah and then trying to salvage an open mic and you go up there and you absolutely murdered the room like you murder like we should have just all left at that there was nothing left it was it was absolutely amazing that was that was, was a lot fun. of fun and i was very glad i was there uh, <laughs> all right flip side worst night in comedy worst night in comedy i was doing um there was a show and you know the normal rule is you can't, the audience isn't supposed to be less than the amount of comedians <laughs> right you're supposed to have more audience members than comedians on the bill but in this case it wasn't we had four comedians and then three audience members that were not sitting together oh. so that's the worst like three individuals just came all right so then they're not together so they're not laughing right there's and there's there's enough too much distance yeah. so it was just basically me saying awkward things about my hair to three strangers oh <laughs> they were polite but it was like it was like hi lady what are you why are you up there where was this at <laughs> i'm not gonna say where it was at because it sounds like a bad thing <laughs> oh, i'm sure they've done better shows it oh, happens they have, done. they have done i did one because <laughs> i've done one of those um it was in rainier valley um oh. at a very small place um and i had never been there before and somebody hit me up and they're like hey did you do the show and i was like great cool i'll be there i show up it's me and two other comedians and that's it actually no that's not true one lady did show up and she was ethiopian and she was like american comedians are shit and she talked <laughs> shit to everybody the entire time and oh, no. we actually made her get up on stage and try and be funny and then we just talked shit to her the entire time she was up there um and we had a wow a very fun what? night <laughs> what a night i <laughs> learned i learned so much that night i learned that it doesn't matter what the room is the vibe of the room anything that's going on your Make job you is to deliver your material 
believe in your material and just go for it because if you catch one person's attention that could be the one yeah that's all you need right <laughs> but damn that was a hard lesson to learn that night i tell you what um well wow ashley this has been great thank you so much for coming on i think we're gonna wrap it up right about here um Good to talk to you uh let's see here uh ashley uh your socials uh instagram you're on twitter it's i think it's the same right on both it's ash, the same ash, ash gutermuth okay yeah. perfect Believe I'll, it or not, there is it. another ashley gutermuth interesting is, which is strange but she's got all the the ashley's <laughs> does she spell her name the same way as you do because yeah, there's like a million does. different ways to spell ashley <laughs> I know she does. And I bet when the Tonight Show thing happened, people were like, Ashley Guterman, <laughs> is that you? <laughs> what does her hair look like? I wonder. She, yeah, she's definitely got longer hair than me. Yeah, that's all right. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on Laugh With Me. Uh, this was a great episode. I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, so for myself, Joke Daddy and Ashley, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>